You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. What's going on, guys? Ivan Simmental, your host of the Mortgage Reports Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about home buying tips that no one really talks about and why this is important. But before that, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Mortgage Reports podcast. We know you have a lot of choices. Uh, So if you find value and this is beneficial, please hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Again, share with a friend or family member, anybody who you think might find value in this. So home buying tips no one talks about. What can I say about this? Here is a tip when you are submitting an offer. And this only works if you are already fully pre-approved and underwritten and you feel 1,000% solid on your loan approval. And make sure that you talk to your loan officer before you do this. Waive certain contingencies. Nobody really talks about this when you are trying to win an offer. And this is part of the home buying tips. Yes, because you need the house first before anything. So waive certain contingencies. What contingencies might you waive? What you can do is, and I think an important one is waive your loan contingency. Now you're saying this is crazy and insane. Yes, it is. If you are not fully under and approved and you don't have your 100% certainty from your loan officer and then underwriter saying that you are good to go, then it would be crazy. Yes, I agree. That would be crazy. Maybe waive an inspection. Uh, maybe waive, what else could you waive? That That's what I would waive. And maybe an inspection um, and your your loan contingency. That's one, that's one, as a loan officer, I would feel safe with because I've underwritten your loan. You're super qualified. You are good to go. Another one that you can do is on your contract, Give a little bit more towards your earnest money deposit instead of uh, maybe they're requesting five thousand instead of five thousand. Say, hey, you know what? I'll give you ten thousand as my earnest money deposit. Now, why would you do this? Well, because you know that you are super legit and you are comfortable with buying this house, no matter what comes up, and you you want this house no no matter what. And another tip, number three, is why don't you obtain a fully underwritten pre-approval and have your awesome lender give the listing agent that you're going to buy a house, have them give them a call and say, hey, look, our client, Bob, is already fully underwritten and fully approved, and we are 100% confident that we can close our deal, our home loan without any hiccups whatsoever. So this call will give them the certainty and, and give them the confidence to say, okay, you know, I, I, I trust this person. Uh, thank you so much. Another one, and this was, this was actually when it first came up or when it was a little bit more common, is add an escalation clause. So what is an escalation clause? It, it can help you be ultra competitive if you're if you're thinking about buying a home. So this contract addendum commits you to the price you are bidding while also agreeing to increase the amount 
should a seller receive a higher offer? Now, this isn't for every market, but it does come up. So let me give you an example. Say you decide to offer uh, for on your asking price on your uh, purchase contract. Say you decide to offer five hundred thousand for a home, but you can actually afford to give twenty, thirty thousand dollars more. Uh, since we all know bidding wars are fairly common these days, the escalation clause commits you to say that if other bids come in over yours, you'll raise your offer either the the 20 30,000 extra that you wanted. So instead of being 500,000, you'll be at 520 or 530,000. Now, this is only if there's an actual offer. What's good about this is it protects you from, you know, that heart-crushing situation in which you lose a home by a small margin where you could have paid for. It. And and that's why I I think uh, in if if this is in your market, I think adding an escalation clause is awesome. Another small tip is give your sellers time to move out of the house. Uh, this is known as a leaseback. Give them 60 or 90 days if they want at no charge. What? Yes, for free. Why? Because you want that house. You want to move into that house. You want to uh, make sure that they are comfortable in leaving. And you want to make sure that they have their house uh, that they want to buy. So. Give them a lease back. This is very generous and very nice of you. And you're, you know, hopefully that you're in a place where you you potentially could afford this. Your first payment won't be for, for another 60 days. So, you know, you're, you'll be okay with paying rent or your mortgage wherever you are at. One that's very, very important is interview an awesome broker or agent or, you know, if you're going to work with a broker, interview the best broker interview, the best agent. It's it's more important, uh, I think, now for buyers to shop around for an agent or a broker. You want to talk to, in my personal opinion, at least three, and don't simply take uh, don't don't take your best friend's aunt's grandma, who's a realtor. Uh, you know, interview them, yes, but also interview two other uh, top-rated realtors in the area or brokers in the area. Make sure that you are in a comfortable place. Make sure that you trust them to get you the house that you love and, and make sure that, that they have your uh, best interests in mind for you. That comes with this uh, interview process. And here's a, another little tip. And this, is, uh, this could potentially uh, help you with some equity. Buy the ugliest house on the block. So let me let me tell you why I think the strategy is awesome and nobody talks about this. So you go into a neighborhood and there are all these beautiful houses all done up, all remodeled, look great, fresh new paint, fresh floors, everything looks amazing. And then there's like that ugly duckling that has longer grass, uh, faded paint, maybe some shingles falling. <laughs> so you look at this property and you think, oh my God, nobody would want to live there. And you, you might be right. Nobody would want to live there or might not want to live there. But here's why you should buy that house. And here's a strategy. And this is what I did. So I'm, I'm letting you know what I personally did. I moved into that house. And over, I would say, a year and a half, I fixed it up. 
I got it at a discount. I got it, I believe, at 20% off from all the other properties in the, in the, on the market. 20% off. Just crazy. I got it off. I got it 20% off. I put in um, some, some decent amount of money. I fixed it up. And when I sold, I made a very, very nice chunk of change. Why? Because I bought the ugliest house on the block that was already below market value. And compared to the other properties that I could have purchased, I would have been at the actual value. So I say this because you'll put a little uh, TLC into this property, maybe paint it, uh, cut the grass, do the new landscaping, go, go and change the flooring. Little things that will add tremendous value. You know, maybe redo the kitchen, but that is more expensive. But yes, maybe redo the kitchen, redo the backyard, um, add some grass to the backyard. Little things like that that will increase the value of the of the house tremendously. So guys, home buying tips no one talks about. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. It was a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Again, found value. Share it with a family member or friend. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 